Hello everyone, anywhere on the globe. Welcome to the podcast where you can listen to inspiring spiritual insights and experience meditation. This podcast is brought to you by the Manhattan Meditation Center of the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual Organization. Our variety of experienced facilitators who are also long-time meditators will share with you their unique insights and lessons and a spiritual perspective on self and life. They will also take you deeper into an experience of inner stillness through meditation. Join us while we explore this spiritual approach to different life's situations that we all encounter, and you may discover that tools and solutions may be right within your own mind. If we can change our mindset, we might be able to change our world, since peace and joy begin with you and within your own mind. Enjoy this journey into knowing yourself truly. Good day to everyone. Today's topic, a fearless mind. There are certain dynamics in life, and it is good to understand larger systems and structures and laws that apply to the larger world. They also apply in smaller contexts or dynamics in smaller contexts. You may also see them play out in the larger world. And when I think of fearlessness and a fearless mind, one thing that comes to mind is when I was little, I used to love having my parents watch me and watch over me. And I used to love watching them, except when I did something mischievous, except when I did something wrong except when I did something hidingly. Then whenever they would look at me, I would think, oh, (laughs) they know. Whenever they would call me, I think, oh, they're calling me for this thing that I did hidingly or secretly or wrong or I was mischievous. And most of the time, it never used to be like that. They many times would not find out or at least not know at the moment they were calling me or watching me. But I was feeling guilty in my mind. I was, I knew what I had done. And so I was expecting everyone else to somehow find out and uh, call me out on that. And so this fear of being discovered this fear of that they will know, this fear that they are calling to 
teach me or to punish me or to teach me a lesson. That was what was ruling my mind. Anytime they would call me out or look for me or look at me whenever I did something wrong. And whether they found out or not didn't really matter. There was fear and guilt in my mind. But that was based on an action that I had performed, something that I had done or something that I had said that was against the rules of the family, the rules of conduct that I was taught. And this is a psychological, inner dynamic that is there that we almost as if judge ourselves. And we judge ourselves based on actions, tendencies, thoughts, intentions that we have had in the past. And when I had been good, when I had behaved well, when I had done as they told me, or when I had studied well and brought home good grades, I would want to come in front of them. I would want them to know. I would want them to call me. Because I knew there was something I could be proud of and show them. This also happens in larger life. A mind that is proud, a mind that experiences dignity, a mind that experiences calm, a mind that feels worthy to face, proud to be in any kind of situation is a mind that knows of past actions that were valuable, past actions that were dignified. And with actions, I don't only mean a physical action, I give you something or I do something for society, but also thoughts are actions of the soul. Intentions and attitude, they are actions of the soul. So what kind of nature, what kind of thoughts, what kind of feelings, what kind of attitude, what kind of intentions do I hold and with which I go through my life, that will define a certain sense of dignity, self-respect, but it will also carry with it a sense of worthiness. Am I worthy for good coming to me? Am I worthy for people treating me in a good way? And it creates that fearless mind that I can face things because I'm coming from a space of authenticity and clarity. It is a bit more subtle dynamic in life, but very useful to understand. I have a friend who lives in the Caribbean, one of the Dutch islands, and. Um, I don't know now, but at that time, he used to drive around in his car and he would never lock his car. And I used to be so puzzled by that. <laughs> Why you don't lock your car? He says, I don't lock my car. First of all, I don't have anything of value in the car that could be stolen. And he used to say, I don't do anything wrong. I don't go in other people's cars. I don't steal I don't have even intention of doing that. I don't even have those kinds of thoughts for other people. So why would somebody steal from my car? He had that trust that if 
his life is valuable, if what he does is valuable, then why should negative things happen to him? And he said something interesting. He said, and if something happens, then it is a signal for me that somewhere I need to change inside, that some lesson I need to learn. And I really like that uh, positioning. Of course, it carries with it a flavor of the law of karma. But so a fearless mind, how to cultivate a fearless mind? We have to find out what are the forces of benevolence and think, act, live in according with those forces of benevolence. And then benevolence will come to me. Because when we are fearful, we are scared, we are anxious, we are insecure, we have fear of loss, losing something, losing someone, losing our dignity, losing our prestige, losing our positions, losing our possession. But if I position myself, at least internally in my mind. Nothing and no one is truly mine. I don't own things. They're with me for a period of time. I have them in trust. And I do treat it well, but I can't lose it. Because it wasn't mine in the first place. We don't get into this greed. We don't get into this bondage, these dependencies, these attachments. We stay clean. And we treat others like that too. Nobody is my property, my possession. So I can't lose. So much of this idea of fear and insecurity is based on not clear insight, not clear understanding of the dynamics of life in general. Feelings of loss of myself or feelings of loss of my honor. It can be very ego-based. Loss of myself, body. I am not the body. Bodily, body is my vehicle that nature has given to me on loan. And one day I will have to give it back. What is there to fear about? The real self is a spiritual being, a soul. And I can't lose myself, soul. Soul is eternal. Soul is immortal. So comes in the body and leaves the body at some stage and I will continue on the journey of the soul. Body was never mine. I borrowed it. It was entrusted to me for a period of time. So these two aspects, no? understanding the self as a spiritual being, not owning anything. So therefore I cannot lose anything. Nothing and no one truly was mine. We meet each other on the journey. We share, we interact, we care, but nothing and no one is mine. What I truly am and what truly is mine will always be mine. My innate nature, 
of peace, of love, of freedom, of independence as a spiritual being. And the other aspect, how do I use what is entrusted to me? How do I use this body? How do I use these eyes? How do I use the skills? How do I use the physical relationships, the interactions? How do I use my words? Do I use it according to the forces of benevolence? Then whatever I put out, why should I feel scared? that bad comes back. And even if something comes back that is uncomfortable, it is there to teach me a lesson, to tell me, hey, you're a bit off track. Move back on the right direction. And so to always bring things back to essence, understand basic laws and the forces of benevolence that rule this game of human life. If I align myself with truth, if I align myself with the supreme and the wisdom of the supreme, why should there be fear? Even the death of this body is not end. It is just the beginning of a different, a new experience. The soul goes on. And so these are some things to experiment with to begin to cultivate this fearless mind. And once there is this mind that is full, fearless, full of peace, full of clarity, full of enthusiasm and contentment, then whatever challenge life offers us, we can face the bungalow without fear. Play with this. This is just an invitation to experiment and explore for yourself. Let's have a few moments of deeper concentration on this awareness of the self as a spiritual being. So we keep the body relaxed and we bring all our attention in this present moment and more inwardly directed. And with inward, I don't mean stomach or, or lungs, but to the being, not the body or the surroundings. So there are eyes, but the one who is looking through the eyes, that is the being, the being of consciousness, the soul. Eternal living light like a tiny star, one who is experiencing all the bodily sensations, one who is hearing through the ears, the soul, free, pure, 
living light. Let us try to just grasp this calm, serene essence of who we truly are. The silent observer, silent experiencer. Like a tiny star operating from the center of the forehead behind the eyes. Eternal being of light. The soul. The real self, one who belongs to that eternal dimension beyond sound, the home of souls, that infinite expanse of stillness, of silence, of light, home of peace. The home of the Supreme Soul, God. And all of us are souls and we belong eternally to that home of light. To the Supreme who is like an ocean of peace and love, God. We're like a family of souls. This is eternal truth of everyone. And from there we come into this world of matter to play the game. And when the game finishes, souls will all go back home. In this awareness, there's no fear. No fear of the game either. All we need to do is repeatedly remember our eternal truth. The real self. And the world beyond the play of human life. And as we gradually choose to come again into this game, this play of human life, let us aim to play the game, use this body, but aligned with the forces of benevolence and truth. Play the game of being a bestower, 
and observe how the mind becomes calm and fearless more we are on this journey of performing actions of upliftment. Good luck with your experiments. Thank you for listening today to Inspiring Insights and Meditations. Do visit our website, manhattanmeditationcenter.org for more info about in-person and online courses and events and for more inspirations for life.